be here. Thank you. Is that all right? Am I all right with this now? Shall I eat it? Suck it like a lolly. Yes, okay. Is that all right now? Okay, sorry. Um, Fred, Fred quoted that scripture from Luke 2, and it says that Simeon, it says um, he came by the Spirit into the temple. He was listening to the Lord, and he came at the right time, exactly the right time, into the temple, because that's what God wanted, so that he would meet his Savior. And, you know, Louise and Hannah and Heather and people who are going into schools, they have to hear the Lord day by day, moment by moment, to know where they should be, what they should be doing, to whom they should be speaking. <clears throat> and it's very much like that, moment by moment, uh, hour by hour, day by day, because they're, you know, they're open to what God wants. And it's such an important situation for you to pray that they will hear the Lord and be like Simeon in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. And of course, the Lord's Day is every day, not just a Sunday. Um, so it's really important, sorry, it's really important that we do, you know, hear the Lord and that we pray that the girls will hear the Lord because they're going around different situations day by day and they need to know what God's saying. And in our prayer time, a number of people mentioned the fact that Jesus welcomed kids. You know, the disciples were saying, no, go away, go away, go away. But Jesus said, no, let them come. Let them come. And their angels are always beholding the face of the Father. They are so important to the Lord. They are so important. And where do we find all the children? Where do they have to go? School. And as John said, they are open. The schools are open for us. America, you can't talk about Jesus at all. Although it says on their, on their coins, doesn't it? In God we trust. That's a bit of a <laughs> funny one. But um, yeah. We're not allowed to, but we are, and the schools are open, and we want to make the best opportunity to share about the Lord within schools. Um, I see the primary schools as throwing out the seed, and then Louise being more personal and gathering in more fruit. Um, so I just want to talk for a few minutes about um, the angle from the trustees' point of view, um, and, uh, and then I'll talk a little bit about the primary work, and then hand over to wonderful Louise, who's going to talk as well. Um, Trustees, I'm one of the trustees. John's the chairman of the trustees. Very important man he is. So thank you for allowing him to do that work. And we've got another very important man here. I can't see, he's hiding somewhere. But Derek is also now one of our new trustees. Um, and he's come on and he's agreed to look after the money for us. So um, we're really, really thrilled about that because Maxine, who's been doing the money, um, they're retiring and moving to the Isle of Wight. Uh, Maxine and Bob. You probably know Maxine and Bob White. Um, so they're moving on. So praise the Lord that Derek volunteered. We didn't have to pull his, twist his arm. He actually volunteered. So thank you. And we're, we're very pleased about that. We also have another new trustee called Nadia Power. She's a lady who goes, she's in Canterbury. Um, she's the assistant pastor's wife at Barton Road Church in Canterbury. Her husband is Oz Power and she's Nadia and she's um, in her past life. Um, she was a schools worker and she's been very involved so she knows what's what so we're thrilled as well to have her join us. So our trustees team now is looking much more healthy so we're very very happy about that. Um, money wise I'm sure you want to know because you do give and we want to thank you for that. Um, our money um, came up this year because we had many one-off gifts when we sent out the letter to say help we might have to reduce hours 
um, many people did give one-off gifts and start giving individually. That was for this year, and we've now coming now to a slight, a slight extra money, haven't we, this year now? We'll just have a bit left from our income. So next year, again, uh, we need some extra in order to be able to continue for Louise to eat. And it's really important that Louise eats so that she can go into school. So we, we do need now to raise... Okay, the door's fallen in, I think. Um, we do need to raise more money. So if you feel the Lord wants you to, to give individually, um, please, please talk to us. I have some forms. Also praying, that's the most important thing. Um, I'm sure you were given the, uh, the, the autumn 2013. If you haven't got that, um, I've got a number of spares with me, and that gives you items to pray. Very important. If you want to receive it by email... Please give me your email address. Sorry, I forgot to bring a, a clipboard for that. But um, if you give me your email address, we'll add you to the list if you're not already on it. Um, okay. If you want to um, volunteer in any way, you feel that the Lord is leading you to be more involved, um, you can come and talk to Louise and I or John or Derek um, and find out what you could do. You can come into schools. Louise will refer to mentoring, which... Uh, folk like yourselves would be able to be involved with if you feel the Lord saying that. So if there's anything you feel you should, could do, then please talk to us. We'd be very happy to, uh, to hear from you. <coughs> okay, now um, Heather, our primary schools worker, um, as you probably know now, has taken a year off. She was really burnt out because she's been working so hard to get the work going. She's managed to gather six volunteers as well who go into schools and, and do assemblies and various things. She's a, an amazing lady, but she's having a year off this year. And then a, lady, a young lady called Hannah, Hannah Thompson, she's in Canterbury, and she's one of the volunteers, and she's taking over for the year. So she's like running the primary school's work for this year. Lovely young lady. She has about five jobs. Um, one of her jobs is running a church in Canterbury, or nearly running it, um, All Saints Church in Canterbury, you know, by the post office in Military Road. Um, she helps there. She's very involved there. And she has a number of other jo jobs. Churches together in Canterbury, a um, couple of other charities. I can't remember now, but she has many jobs. And she's a very, very able girl. She was on the ship. You know the OM ship? She was involved with that a few years ago with David. Um, and so she, um, yeah, she's a very able girl. So please pray for her, Hannah. She's called Hannah. Um, <coughs> she's keeping the assemblies going at lots of schools. And also she's recently done a creative prayer day. Do you know what that is? Right, okay, they set up either the library or a spare classroom or the hall or a church building or a church hall, and they set it up with different stations around for various ways to pray. So, for instance, they might have a globe, and they encourage the children to pray for people in other countries. Or they might have some paper chains, and they write somebody's name on, and as they put the paper chain on, they pray for that person. Or something the boys love is they write their prayer, they make it into a paper aeroplane and throw it, as it were, to the Lord. Um, and various things. They have a, 
one of these global glow things, you know, where it all moves around with space, with stars and stuff, to get the greatness of God. And various items like that, they'll have a, a box, a, a sort of worry box, that you can post in your worries to God. So there are these different stations around, and the kids are free to go around and pray. And it's amazing. I've been to some of them. She was at Nonington this time. And it's amazing. The only complaint, when we ask them what they would like to improve or what they didn't like, the only thing they've said is, we want more time. And so about once a term, Hannah and Heather and and a lot of the volunteers will go and set up that day. So it's giving kids opportunities. Um, and just one more thing before I finish and pass up, well, no, two more things before I pass over to Louise is <clears throat> uh, Hannah was trying to get the idea of trusting and believing God at a school in Canterbury, St. John's. And she met a child in a shop who chatted with her and then says, do you know what? I think I believe in God. And that was what she tried to get over in the assembly. So, you know, drip, 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 getting the seed out. And that's what she's doing. And one final thing is that um, I went with her to watch. I go sometimes and just check what she's doing, as it were, and encourage her and support her. And I went to the head at this school, at Sturry School, and said, how's it going? Are you happy with her? Oh, she's great, said the head. Oh, she's wonderful. Oh, the kids love her. And that's what we get from the schools. So we get such positive feedback. It's really good. So thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. And I'll hand over to Louise. grab my stuff um does anyone watch youtube does anyone sort of ever look at youtube anyone seen anything called kid president um no you have to look up this guy kid president um it's amazing um this morning i was watching one of his um shows as he does uh and uh he said he was talking about different ways in which you can say i love you he said you can say i love you with a corn dog and give them a corn dog and you can say i love you like this and you can say i love you like that and he's great anyway i was thinking about that and he says you don't need to say i love you with words like and he was talking about the difference that actually you could say i love you just by doing nice things for people and i was thinking through that um as I, as I sort of came here this morning, I was thinking, that's great. Yeah, we can say I love you in many different ways. Um, but I was thinking about this phrase and whether this could be said in different ways. And this phrase is, the kingdom of God is advancing. I wonder what that means to you. The kingdom of God is advancing. Is that military? Is that having to go into school and literally say, Jesus is here and he's alive and... You should all repent and be baptised. Mass baptisms in secondary schools are not good. Just saying that. Um, you know, what, what does the kingdom of God look like? What is it for you? So I just want you to think about that. Um, it is great being here. I love being here. Um, I also love Christmas because um, it's fun <laughs> and there's food and there's presents and those are all things I like um, so I was going to have a think about that but I was also thinking about this is a time of good news and this is a time of this word incarnation, thinking about God incarnate, God who chose to leave the glories of heaven and walk with those who hated him those who didn't know him those who really didn't care and 
it doesn't sound that joyous, does it, in some ways? But it is. And uh, I wanted to think about how our school's work is about incarnation. It's about us walking with the Holy Spirit in schools. It's about the kingdom advancing. Even if all I do is walk into a school grounds and say nothing about Jesus, the kingdom will advance because I have feet that bring good news and because I carry the presence of Jesus with me. And I believe that it does happen. So I thought I'd start with some good news stories and then I'm going to need some audience participation, okay? Uh, So uh, you need to be up for that. Um, I will pick, Steve, um, I will pick, behave. No, you know if you start doing that, I work with teenagers, you start doing that, I'll pick you, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so um, I'm going to tell you a couple of good news stories. In fact, I'm going to tell you four good news stories. Um, And then I'm going to take you through what it might be like to be a secondary school student. Okay, so be prepared. Um, Don't play up. (laughs) Remember, you've got a teenager soon. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so number one good news story um, I thought I'd share with you because this good news story happens here, not here in this school, but here in Herne Bay. Um, In October, I was approached by um, a guy who does the outward bound stuff, um, external sports or something like that, I think it's called, at Herne Bay High and uh, wanted to introduce me to staff at Herne Bay High. Um, introduced me to the RE head, to um, another RE teacher and uh, to various people in the school um, and said, we really want you in here somehow. Let's make this happen. So at the moment, we're just working out what parts of what I do would be useful for the school, what parts of where we can get other people in would be useful for the school. Uh, We know that um, Anthony Everett, isn't it? Yes, it is got the right town this time. Anthony Everett goes in there, um, which is really great. And it's just great that the school are open for more. Um, We've never, as far as, well, we've been in a few times, but we've never been in regularly to that school. And so actually, this is such an exciting opportunity. So I would love you to pray for the doors of Herne Bay High to keep stay open and for us to um, see how we can bless them. One thing they're really interested in is something I'm going to tell you later and that's called VIP. Um, I'll explain that to you in a minute. uh, It's number four of my good news stories. So that's number one good news stories. The doors to Herne Bay High have opened and that's something we've been praying for for years. Okay. Number two, uh, another good news story is we are just at the end of our second mentoring course. Our first mentors have just started going into schools. Um, the school that they're in, um, that is, they've started in, is Barton Court. Uh, we're just waiting on Canterbury Academy um, and in the Abbey School, two people are going in from January. So that's really exciting. What mentoring is, I know I've spoken to you before, so I won't bore you too much. But mentoring is just doing something really simple, which is listening and asking appropriate questions. Um, I'm going to tell you about a girl... I love this girl. I'm sure the school don't, but I think she's great. Uh, She's in Barton Court. Um, She tells things exactly how they are. Um, If you've seen any uh, comedy show that involves teenagers, she is that teenager. Um, She's great. She is absolutely fantastic. Um, And last week, this is what happened. We were talking, 
And uh, just before she came, I was like, ah, I totally haven't planned anything to do with her. And normally, if I haven't planned anything to do with a young person, I've got a pack of cards or a game and I can think, well, we can just play a game, it'll be fine. With her, I know if I bought out a pack of cards, she'd be like, are you serious? (laughs) So we don't do that. So instead, what we did was, uh, God said to me, he said, just, just, just be you, just be you. And I was like, oh, great, here we go. So uh, anyway, she came in and uh, I started chatting with her. And uh, I knew that she had a boyfriend we, and I knew that there were problems with her boyfriend. And so we just started talking about her boyfriend um, and, and how was it going. And she said, well, I think Christmas, because he, he's away at the moment, when he comes back at Christmas, I think this is going to be the teller whether I stay with him or whether or not. But I could just keep going back to him. I, I can't help it. I know he's not good for me, but I keep going back to him. And there was all this stuff she was talking about that was going on at home. And she just talked and talked and talked until she suddenly got to a point that she realised she'd actually shared quite a lot of her heart to me. And that's not normal for her. And I said to her, that's, you know, this is really great. I am really aware that you might not talk to many people about this sort of thing. And I am thank you that you've shared that with me. I feel what we need to do is we need to stay in this place and maybe talk about some of these things, and maybe you allow me to challenge you on some of these things, because actually what you've just told me is a lot about how my life was when I was a teenager. And it feels like for her, we've just got under the surface. I would love you, I can't obviously give you her name, but I'd love you to be praying for her. Um, Particularly, I spoke to the school because I said she's actually let her guard down. She will be a pain for the next two weeks. I promise you this. She will be a nightmare in school because she's let her guard down. That's scary. She doesn't know whether she can trust me yet. So please be praying for her. She's she's great. I, I really... There's certain girls that I work really well with, and she's that type of girl. So, yeah. Okay, so mentoring. But please pray for our mentors as they go into school. And please pray for our mentors in the course that they're on. They finish just after Christmas. Uh, Please be praying for them as well. And if you want to know more about that, let me know. Um, Herne Bay High are one of the schools that are interested in her mentors going in. Okay, my third bit of good news is about Christian unions. Um, During Christmas... Summer, Christmas is coming, summer has been. During summer holidays, I felt God speak to me about maybe drawing back a little bit and reminding me of some dreams I had when I first started this job. And and, um, so I started writing to the CU leaders and I said, how would you feel if I didn't turn up that often? Please don't be too horrible to me. Um, And it felt like the right time to allow the young people to run the Christian unions themselves, with me coming in and out every now and again. We're starting to write a leadership course for the leaders um, that can help them, that can encourage them. Um, Please be praying for them. Uh, They're doing so well. And actually, a little bit of like, oh, yeah, okay, God, I really get it now, was that as I stepped out, a lot more people started turning up to the CUs. So, you know, you start realizing that actually some of the young people have good ideas. A really exciting thing, though, was that as I did that, Chaucer School got hold of me. Now, Chaucer has been for a really tough time educationally. It still is in a really tough time educationally. Um, They're 
Uh, they've had HMI in this term, and it, their report has gone up. They have done better, um, which is really exciting. But I work with a teacher there. I've told you about her before. She's atheist. Uh, she's an amazing teacher. She teaches RE. Um, and uh, No, but she is genuinely amazing. And uh, she's now head of SMSC, which is everything that I do, comes under, and basically said, whatever you do, I need you in here. Um, those of you, do any of you know, have you had Mark Hendley here? Or not? No, okay, Mark Henley, who was at the Beacon Church Maystone, is not called that anymore. Um, anyway, he, um, she's interested in him coming in and talking about the Bible, because he does Bible tours up at the British Museum. Um, she's really interested in loads of things, and they started up a multi-faith group. It's led by um, Charlie, who's from Home Bay. Um, he, he goes to the Catholic Church here, um, and he's leading it really, really well, and it's a fantastic group. And I went there the other day, and Charlie just said, you know, um, coming up to Christmas, as Catholics, we tend to look at fasting. I didn't know that. Anyway, they do, apparently. Um, and uh, he said, uh, what do you think of fasting? And there's a, a, a Muslim girl there, there's a Christian there, there's a girl who's decided through her RE lessons that she wants to become a Christian. I mean, who does that? Um, there's uh, there's um, two agnostics and there's three atheists that go to this group. And so we just started talking, well, what do you think about fasting? Well, I think about this. And, and um, Sarah was sharing about um, Islamic beliefs about fasting. Um, and she started talking about the afterlife. And so we started talking about the afterlife. And it's a great place for this conversation to start taking place. And I know it could sound scary. What, you're helping in a multi-faith group and you're talking to a Muslim? Oh, my gosh. But actually, it's an amazing place where I can see Jesus present. He is so present in that group. So please be praying for them. Please be praying for Charlie. He's amazing. He wants to be the next pope. And I, would, I, I genuinely think he could be. Um, so, yeah. Um, and the last, the last good news story is um, about VIP. VIP stands for Value, Identity, Purpose. Uh, and it is a 10-week self-esteem course that we run um, in schools. Now, we're asking schools to put a little bit of a deposit into it. This is because it costs money for the resources. So the money they give me, which is not much, is not for me. It doesn't pay for me. It pays for the resources that we give back to the girls. Um, it is just for girls at the moment, but it is being written um, to be a unisex course because we're aware, um, and Jen, who writes it, is aware that actually... Boys need self-esteem um, stuff as well as girls. Um, it's really great. It's been really exciting piloting it in the Abbey School. And um, we've had some really good conversations about what's beauty, what's valuable, why do people bully you when you're interested in something, how do you work out what's cool to be interested in and what's not, and what happens when you're calling it, cool about it one day and the next day you go in and no one's cool with it anymore. It's a really exciting course. Um, I basically go in and I take someone else in with me um, to run the course. Um, it's a really exciting thing to run. It is written by a Christian. It hasn't got Christian content, but if you ever read it or do it, you can see that God is so in it, that she has included God in such an incredible way um, into this self-esteem course. And we believe that young girls will come out of it believing 
that they are worth something, that there is something about their life, that they have a future, that they have a purpose, that they have value, that they have identity, and those are all core beliefs of how God has made us. And so please be praying for the VIP course. Again, if you want to know more, if you know a group of girls that you think might want it, um, I'm happy to talk to you about that as well in and out of school. So um, anyway, I thought this is a season of good news, so I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to take you through an assembly. So... Are you all sitting comfortably? I will have you up here, so be aware. So, good morning, Year 8. Good morning, Year 8. That sounds a lot more tired. That's good. Okay, so my name is Lou, and um, I'm here to take your assembly today. Some of you will know me because I run a lunch club in your school. Some of you might know me because I run a self-esteem workshop in your school. Um, But today I am taking your assembly, which is lucky for you because I love Christmas, and it's the last assembly before Christmas, so we have to do Christmas stuff, even though the topic I was given was not Christmas. (gasps) Anyway, today we are going to look at the topic of caring for others but kind of in a Christmassy way. So, we want you to know how much we care for you. And so, someone today is going to walk away victorious with what will actually be a box of uh, heroes, but you guys don't want them. You can have a box of magic, a little thing of magic stars. So, if I could have two volunteers, you, I'm going to probably muck up the sound effects I'm sorry but anyway uh, the sound system Uh, but I need two volunteers and you have to think you know stuff about Christmas so if I could have someone from this side and someone from this side volunteer hands in the air if you want to come up come on let's have someone from each side you need to know some stuff about Christmas thank you what is your name yeah you can use your name (laughs) you can use your name it's fine Julian, Julian, would you come up here? Can I have someone from this side? Hello, can you come up? What's your name? Janet. Janet. Fantastic. Right, if you could come up, um, I am going to um, hopefully get this done and not to. So I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. They are quick fire. I will stop. Don't you? Not friends. You're against each other. You're, you're, no, exactly. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, there's 10 questions. I'm going to take this because you might actually be able to see the answers if you are good with your sight. Um, but I will move on if you're taking too long. Okay, so are you ready? I'm going to ask a question. First to answer gets a point. Can someone keep points for me? Could you keep points for me? Don't (laughs) favour. No, and there we go. Okay, question number one. How many times has Do They Know It's Christmas Time Feed the World been publicly recorded and released? No. Nope. Nope. One more go. No, you're out of it. It's three times. There is Band-Aid, Band-Aid 2 and Band-Aid 20. Okay, second question. In the Christmas Nativity song, We Three Kings, there are three kings. But in the Nativity, how many were there? None. No. No, there was, in fact, one king, his name was Herod, he wasn't very nice, and yes, it was a trick question. There we go. Okay, we'll be nice from now on. So, uh, number three, what Boney M song is the second biggest Christmas single of all time? Yes, one point to you, Janet. So there we go. Mary's Boy Child, I love that song. Okay, so, Obviously, you don't listen to this one, but in the Pogues fairy tale of New York, who sings, You Promised Me Broadway Was Waiting for Me? No. 
Oh, oh, there we go from the from the audience. There we go. One part, one part, and, and you changed your voice incredibly. But uh, we'll see. We'll we'll go for that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, disallowed point, sorry. Okay, are you ready? Question number five. What song is covered by Lily Allen's Allen for this year's Christmas John Lewis advert? Oh, Keen. What's the name of the song? Keen. It's not somewhere over the rainbow, but it is. Ah, there we go. Oh, did you get it? No, not somewhere over the rainbow. No, okay. It's somewhere only we went. Okay, uh, you might not be able to hear this, but I'm going to play it to you. Name this song if it starts playing. No. Um, here we go. Oh, come on, come on. Oh, this could take a while, sorry. Nope. <laughs> this is really old. This is Carol of the Bells. That's a really old song. Okay, uh, so we're not doing very well so far. So, uh, okay, number seven. This is old. This might help then. Okay, well, you said you were too old for these. <laughs> you said these. Are... Okay, what carol was heard on both sides of the trenches in 1914? Yes, Silent Night. In French, German, and in English. Stille Nacht, as we love it. So I'd love it. Um, okay, question number eight. What does the little drummer boy choose to do for Jesus? Yes, he plays his drums. For ages, I was like, he gives his heart. That's a completely different carol, apparently. So there we go. He doesn't. Okay, are you ready? Number nine. In the Calypso carol, um, the one that goes... That one. Um, In the Calypso carol, where do we ask to be carried to to see the Prince of Glory? Ah, Bethlehem. Okay, and your last question is, who looked out on the Feast of Stephen? Yeah, yeah, good king wins with us. So, where are we on points? Julie and the win. Okay, but you can take your seats. Oh, what, have we got points? Ah, there we go. But I'll tell you what, because it's Christmas, you can both have a prize. So there you go. If you t- round of applause, take your seats. Okay, now normally we do that with uh, tutors, and uh, the tutors win a box of chocolates for their group. But... Uh, Get your seats again. All these songs that we have just been looking at, they show a care for someone else. Well, apart from the fairy tale of New York, that shows a lack of care. And somehow we know, in a funny way, that maybe that's not quite how Christmas is meant to be. I love the story behind Good King Wenceslas because I think it reflects the nativity And it really shows how Christmas could be less about what I want to get and more about what others receive. And I guess maybe if we lived a little bit more like like the good king, it could change our communities. The first thing we see was that good king was looking out. He wasn't huddled up in his palace. He was actively looking out. Caring for his kingdom, 
aware of his people. Being a king, he could have been having lavish feasts with the rich of his kingdom. He could have been reveling in all his power and money. But instead, he was looking out. Can we get so caught up in Christmas, in the gifts, in the food, in the warmth, that we forget to look out for others? Is it just at Christmas that we forget? The thing is, caring for others can sometimes be difficult. People don't always want to know care. They can be rude back. Sometimes the situation presents itself as difficult. The good king had to leave his palace, leave it all behind and go into the cold to find a man whose name he didn't know, who he had seen and, and, and someone who he would share his possessions with. Do we ever need to be a bit braver? What is it that holds us back from caring for others? Is it the cold? My mum used to organise Christmas Day by inviting around people that had no one to share Christmas with. And this grew into a huge event that was hosted every year for those who were alone at Christmas. And I was embarrassed to tell my friends where I'd been on Christmas Day. I needed to be braver in showing care, in showing that caring for people was okay. Now, at this point, we would do a second game, but we're not going to. So, uh, shame, but we'll move on. I guess I love this carol, Good King Wenceslas, or this Christmas song, most. Because I think it reflects how the Christmas story, the nativity, is reflected in a man's heart. The good king went out of his way to care for his kingdom. The good king left his palace. The good king left all he had to go and give the poor man what he needed. And he didn't just give the poor man leftovers. He said, I'm going to invite him in to my palace. I'm going to invite him in to share at my table. It was costly to the good king. But it wasn't an embarrassment. And that's the same story as the nativity. The God who left heaven to walk with us invites us in. And it was costly for him. But he was not embarrassed to do it. Interestingly, we never find out what happened to the poor man. The the song instead focuses on the good king's page, who follows in his master's footsteps. Could we follow in the good king's footsteps and commit to looking out this Christmas and showing care for others? could start here with the people around you could start today thank you for listening that is the end of the assembly 
So that's a little bit of what maybe we do. Now at the end of the assembly, what I'm going to be, what I would do is um, I would give them all, they're going to have a uh, paper chain. And the idea is that they make a paper chain. Now I'm going to do that with you today for, for different reasons. At the end of your rows and on the back red chairs, it's behind the chair nearest to the cupboard. But at the end of your rows on the benches, you will find some paper chains. If you could take one each and pass out, that would be great. And I wanted to say, I wonder, would you join with us today? in saying we're going to care for the young people and the children in our local schools. We're going to care for them. And um, hopefully you'll all say yes, otherwise this could get gappy. But uh, what we want you to do is to make a Beacon Church um, paper chain. So if you could uh, fold it in with the person next to you and then with the row behind you and somehow we'll fix it across somewhere. Um, this is your paper chain to so say we're committed to this. We're going to pray. We're going to care for the young people. Now that might be through you coming into schools and talking to Trish and I about how to do that. That might be through you being in school and saying I'm going to care for my friends or the young people I work with. That might be through you saying you know what I'm actually going to take a prayer letter and I'm actually going to pray for what happens in schools. And so if you're committed to doing that, we'd love you to join the paper chain together. And this is your uh, Beacon Church Schools Work prayer chain. Um, so it's not too hard audience participation. <laughs> And I promise you, year eights will take longer than you to do this. <laughs> Steve, you... That's pretty much that's pretty much been done. Yep, that's pretty much done. Yeah, that's pretty much done. Can I take this? It's got my hair trapped on it, sorry. Boom, boom, boom. Uh-huh. Don't forget each row. You need to leave one of them open to link it up to another row's paper chain. Otherwise, it'll all be scuppered. We'll have lots of little chains that can't connect. It might be if you praying for your young lady you're mentoring, praying for Christian unions and the VIP, the self-esteem group as well. Uh, I think it'd be good to pray for the Schools Work Trust and pray for Heather while she's having a year out as well. Although it sounds like she's volunteering. No, no, volunteering. No, no. You mentioned you mentioned she was gathering Heather to help out with the school assembly or something. No, that's all right. Helen's not doing anything. Good, good. I'll just check in. Right, just just checking. She wasn't doing stuff in a year off. Pray for Heather while she's rest, resting as well. But shall we pray for the schools work trust? John, do you want to come up here? You represent the trust and Derek as well, and Trish. I think we should pray for these guys and all they represent. People who want to come and pray for them. Come up here, we can use the microphone, you can lead us in prayers. Just for a few minutes, let's pray for these guys. And then afterwards, I'm going to spring it on you. Louise, afterwards, would you mind praying for us and 
what we represent. In fact, you are called to the schools, we are called to our neighbourhoods, we are called to our workplaces, we are called to Briary School as well. If you could just do a blanket prayer for us as well in a minute. But first we're going to pray for you guys. Anybody else want to come and pray, feel free. Canterbury Schools Work Trust. I thank 